Born and raised in Chennai, India, Ashani Mukherjee has been trained for over 12 years in two distinct traditions of music, Western classical and Carnatic, South Indian classical music. She has performed in numerous halls and music festivals starting at the age of nine, and has won competitions both at the national and international levels, including the Hindu Margazi Classical Music Competition. She has collaborated with multiple Bharat Natyam dance productions, and has accompanied renowned vocalists on stage. Over the last year, she has been exploring music composition, and has on occasion written music that borrows elements from both the Western classical and Carnatic idioms. Ashani is also deeply interested in mathematics, specifically discrete mathematics, covering areas such as graph theory and combinatorics. She has worked on multiple research projects with professors at the Chennai Mathematical Institute, a lauded institution for higher mathematics in India. She will be pursuing her higher education in music and mathematics at Princeton University. We are really excited to know more about her melodious and mathematical journey, so let's get right into it. Q. How do you get into math? Was there a time when you knew you liked math, or did you always have an affinity towards it? A. Kind of mixed. My grandmother was a math professor, so I've been doing math since I was very young. I began liking it a little later though, I would say around 7th, 8th grade, when we started drifting away from the more daily applications of math to doing math for math's own sake. Before that, I used to absolutely hate the subject. Q. Some people start hating the subject when abstract things come in. Did you have a favorite theorem growing up? A. I don't think I have a single favorite theorem. In ninth grade, I did a project at CMI where I was working on one problem the whole summer. That was maybe the first time I started bridging off into this kind of stuff, like combinatorics and discrete math. There was not one thing that led me to liking math itself, this was already when I was clear that I wanted to do something in math. Q. You're also into music, what's that story? A. I've been doing music since I was very young too. I started learning Carnatic music because my family has a lot of Carnatic musicians. I also picked up piano, Western classical music, to keep it balanced. I gravitated more towards Western classical music. I had a period when I really considered performing as a pianist but after that I did a complete shift and decided I would take composition instead. It also helps combine the backgrounds, both Indian and Western to write music. Right now I am pretty clear that I want to study composition, academic composition in particular, writing pieces for their own sake, but I would also maybe get into film composition. Q. How exactly do you plan on pursuing both the subjects in the future? A. The way it works in the U.S. is you can take classes in whatever subjects you want, you're not forced to pick a single major. My approach for taking classes would be to take classes in both math and music, so I come to a point where I have a good professional education in both. In terms of subjects that combine math and music, there are certain resources available at universities that allow you to pursue this kind of research. For instance, an intersectional field would be analyzing sound waves. Q. Art for math and music, what other subjects were you interested in during your school days slash right now? A. I tend to like most STEM subjects, I really like physics as well. I'm not particularly fond of chemistry, that's the only exception. I'm also a biotechnology student. I enjoy drawing and cooking. In terms of another subject I would have liked to have pursued instead of math and music, there was a while I was pretty convinced I wanted to do medical research along the lines of biotechnology. Q. That's fantastic. You're all around the place. 
I think it's really fun when you're involved in a lot of subjects, you can relate with a lot of things which are going on at the same time. Trick question. What is one thing which you hate the most in science? A. Chemistry, undoubtedly. I really don't like it. The way it was taught in school made me hate it. When we came to the senior classes, it just got worse. I'll be happy to write my chemistry exam and forget about it. Q. You stated that math did not exactly entice you at first. Do you think it was the way it was taught in school? What do you think should be done in school to make it more enjoyable? A. Yes, I would say a big reason I didn't like math was because what we were really taught was to apply formulas. We were rarely explained the logic, we were just told to follow instructions. Whether you got a question right or wrong was a function of how well you did your calculations, and that was something I found really boring. I think that's true for a lot of kids, no kid wants to just be told to follow instructions, most would prefer to think of things on their own. The feeling of coming up with something by yourself is a lot more valuable than someone telling you what it is. I think that kind of learning really needs to be encouraged. However, my grandmother was a very big influence, she made me do a lot of recreational math things, I used to solve puzzles like Sudoku. For a long time I did not think of it as real math, where in fact there is a lot of math in that. We were never told that in school, I only realized that much later. Had I realized that then, I would have probably loved the subject from the start. It's really all about the perspective and encouraging a certain kind of thinking the current thinking definitely needs to change. Q. Whom do you consider to be your role models? Who are some of the people you look up to? In what fields and in what different ways? A. Like I said, from people around me, my grandmother was a really big influence. In the sense that she was a math professor, she was very ahead of her time. She was able to pursue math, and she led a lot of her own research. That for me was very inspiring. She also managed to keep other interests going, she is also very interested in music. She was a big reason why I started music lessons. As a child, seeing someone balance out their interests while being focused on one was very fascinating. In terms of people who are famous within their fields, like mathematicians and musicians, if I had to pick one I'd pick someone who's both, there was a Greek composer called Xenakis. He was actually a mathematician, but the way he wrote music was unique. He used to write spectral music which was very ahead of its time. He used mathematical models and graphs to create compositions. For instance, he'd start off with a very simple graph and assign a note value to a certain point in the graph. In a way, it is music generated by a computer. It is very interesting to see that there are applications like this. What was interesting to me about his compositions in particular, if you listen to a lot of them they don't sound very good. Usually, music is thought of as just a final product, we don't really think of the way it's composed or the process that goes into writing it. This is a completely different way to think about music and it was so ahead of its time is something I found to be really interesting. Q. What are your plans after undergraduation? Do you intend to pursue research or do you want to go into the industry? We would love to know. A. What I do after my undergrad really is a function of which field I end up gravitating towards. At the moment, I'm not really sure, a really big motivation for me to go to the US was the fact that I want to study two subjects. Had I had the option to do it in India, I would have definitely taken it. In the US, I'm going to use my college experience to find out which field I lean more towards. If it is music, then the opportunities abroad are definitely very different. I would probably look at fields like film composition or video game composition. But if it were math, 
I would definitely look at either teaching or research positions. Q. What exactly in math are you interested in? What is something you're looking forward to in Princeton? A. In terms of where my interests lie, it's definitely on the discrete math side, combinatorics, probability theory, graph theory mainly. I did a couple of research projects and I attended a bunch of summer programs and almost all of them were along that line. One thing I'd really like to do at Princeton is branch out, at the moment my scope of knowledge in math is very limited to my field of interest. Within Princeton, I'd like to do more geometry, more number theory and more depth. Another thing I'm looking forward to, when I compose, I don't really have a lot of access to musicians who can play that sort of music. If I write a piano piece, of course I can play it. But if you write for an orchestra or an ensemble, it's very hard to find that particular combination of instruments in India. Taking advantage of Princeton's musicians and ensembles is definitely something I'd like to do. Q. You mentioned some summer programs, could you tell us more about them? A. I attended RAM TP in 2020. That year I also attended PACT. Initially I was considering doing the year-round program of PACT. Since my interests weren't completely aligned to the kind of subjects they were covering, which was more along algorithm design, Rajiv Sir suggested that I look into doing independent research projects. I did that at CMI in 2021. I also attended Awesome Math Summer Program, that was on a particular course called Combinatorial Arguments. The idea was that we do a lot of Olympiad-level math, mainly focusing on topics like combinatorial geometry, probability theory, graph theory etc. Those were the courses I attended. I also did a project at CMI when I was in 9th grade. I also attended the IMSE Outreach Program, which was more about applied math so it was a lot of physics, and we did things like modeling butterfly populations etc. Q. Do you see math popping up in music? A. When I was younger, Carnatic music helped me see some math concepts in a different way. For instance, when I was in third grade, we just learned LCMs in school, I remember thinking what a pointless subject, what am I going to do with this knowledge? When I went to my music class, we presented a particular piece that I was learning in 3S instead of 4S. Usually, the talum goes in 4s but this time we sang the song as though it was written in a triplet beat. Suddenly you see an LCM emerging out of nowhere. Every fourth cycle, the third and fourth would converge. That was a very physical manifestation of a concept that I thought was very arbitrary. Looking back now, obviously it seems very trivial. Learning music definitely becomes easier when you apply math concepts. I use the term a bit loosely, but for instance say you're learning a new piece. One approach is to just memorize the entire thing. That's very inefficient. The other approach is to find patterns in the piece, break it down based on those and then learn it. Loosely speaking, that is a more mathematical approach that helped me in music. Q. Lastly, do you have any advice for aspiring mathemusicians? A. That's a very specific demographic. I have observed that there's a pressure to pick one thing. You're often told that math is a left brain thing, music is a right brain thing, you can't really do both, you should focus on one, the other has to be a hobby, and on and on. I would say if you're sure that you can handle doing both and if that's something you want to do, don't really listen to others. Look for programs, reach out to people who can help. A big part of why I was able to stay both these tracks was that I had the right people telling me what to do. My music teachers were very supportive of math interests, and my math teachers were very supportive of my music interests. They also kept me focused. They allowed me to explore both those realms while giving me a framework to work with. 
it's really important to reach out to the right people. I feel like a lot of people are a little wary of reaching out, don't be afraid. By reaching out, nobody is going to think of you any less for asking them questions and you only have to gain from all that. It has been an amazing experience discussing math, music and education. Thank you Ashani, for being with us. We wish you the very best for your future endeavors. Correspondence Nikhil Kulkarni is a 16-year-old grade 11 student from Nashik who is interested in pure and applied math and volunteers for RAM Foundation. Sayu Patil is a 15-year-old unschooled math enthusiast from Pune. She is interested in number theory and computing, and also volunteers for RAM Foundation. If you wish to be part of a WhatsApp or Telegram group where we share these posts and only these posts on a weekly basis, register on https colon slash 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 apramafactor. If you wish to contribute with such experiences as a student, a parent or a teacher, please do write to us at articlesroom at gmail.com.